on Feel Good Sports. It's a bonus episode because, look, you know, in our busy schedules, we thought we've got an extra five minutes. Hit me with the stuff that is making you feel good. So we we started off with the WBBL because we wanted to give ourselves a space that was easy for us to approach. But women's sport just keeps being so exciting. So good. But we can't just keep doing cricket when we know that that's not our whole thing. So a couple of big things. Mm-hmm. The Tillies, the Matildas, destroyed the number two team in the world, Sweden, over the weekend. It was phenomenal. There were goals plenty. Sam Kerr, Caitlin Ford, Mary Fowler, all made goals and a clean sheet for the number two team in the world is pretty huge with less than a year to go to the home World Cup next year. So that was insane. And I have shivers right now just saying it. They're playing this afternoon. They're playing another friendly against Thailand this afternoon. It's been so exciting to see the Tillies come together over the last uh, few months with some some pretty tough fixtures. They went down to Canada earlier this year, uh, just a, a few weeks ago, really. But they're la- they've won their last four fixtures, which is pretty exciting. And they have some really good momentum, had some people come back from injury, Alana Kennedy coming back from injury as well. It's so exciting to see them doing well and knowing that there's a World Cup around the corner in such good form. Sam Kerr, for mine, the best female football player in the world right now, Every year with the Bolonda or the fact that she hasn't won it yet is <laughs> like it makes me filthy every year. It's robbery. But robbery. <laughs> the Matildas, I'm constantly following them. I see everything they do at this stage and I'm so excited. It feels like we had a bit of concern with the Matildas, how they were playing. There wasn't an excitement level to it. It didn't seem like the structures were well embedded. It just seemed a bit like a plateau from – a heady height that we'd sort of had. Yeah. From but we also had players in and out, I think we also realised. And then now all of a sudden yeah. we know they've they've clicked into from this point forward, we're looking at our exact best team and playing yeah. what we need to do. So when you see a 4-0 result against Sweden, you go, oh, I see it. I'm That's starting how it to works. see it. That's yeah. this team doing their job. Uh, and I do – I think you're right. I, th- I think after Tokyo with some injuries, the result from Tokyo not being what we had hoped for – and knowing that we have such world-class players in this team, coming back from that disappointment, they've really turned a corner and I cannot wait for the World Cup next year. Mm. I am so excited. Speaking of World Cups. Oh, the rugby, women's rugby World it's Cup. It's Black Fern season, my friend. <laughs> Eden Park selling out. We had this moment in Australia when it was India versus Australia in the Cricket World Cup at the MCG, 86,000, and just I was at that event it brought tears to my eyes, like happy, happy, happy tears standing in that crowd. It's that moment where you go, "There was women's sport can do this. So I'm not usually one who enjoys a queue. I'll be like, oh, queue, oh, let's move on. Walking into the MCG that day, I ran into a friend I used to play cricket with and we both stood there and her husband was there and we're like, we are queuing to get into a game of women's cricket. I've never been so happy to stand in a queue and it was like the happiest queue you've ever been in and I can just – feel like that's what Eden Park and the, the Black Ferns just had that moment. And to win in the way they did over England, super exciting, like a yep. thrilling finish. So it even brought the best of the theatre of the sport to it as well and a moment of just wonder at home. I'm just 
super stoked for them. One of the things that I love is is the kind of number of Kiwi celebrities and important folks like Jacinda Ardern tweeting about the World Cup and like how important that is to her from from like as a woman but also as a leader of that country and kind of going rugby's so important in New Zealand and to go it's not just important as the men's game the women's game is important in its own right and it can do this mm-hmm. and Oh, like congratulations, New Zealand. Congratulations to the Black Ferns girls. It's it was a phenomenal game. What a time Two to be alive. Two teams going up against each other as well. Yeah. Brilliant. And, and condolences to, to England who have been remarkable and standard setters just can't get it done on that key day and that's going to burn for them. But, oh, I'm sitting here grinning at you. It's just, wonderful. And it wasn't – no Australians As women who love sport, that's – we. Freaking love that. <laughs> well done, Black Ferns. Yep. Super you did something. Exciting. We loved it. AFLW, this weekend it's the prelim finals. So the winner of both of these games, that's what our grand final is. Brisbane Lions taking on the Adelaide Crows on Friday and then Melbourne Demons taking on North Melbourne on Saturday. Who do you think is going to be in the final? Brisbane, Melbourne, I reckon. Oh, okay. You can't, that did not take you long. That did not take you long. You They've had been that the standouts loaded. all year. Standouts all year. Okay. Crows third, closely, but I think so. I think they'll get done by Brisbane, but I'm hoping that's a great game. North Melbourne, I think, will be thoroughly deserved to be in that top four finish. Yeah. And they are a danger. They are a real... Could be an upset. Could, they could be an upset. I mean, Garner's been playing amazing all year. She lifts that group no matter what so she had a previous game where she got sort of almost tagged out of the game broke it through in this last one and and away she went so she's sort of quite a barometer I suppose I don't know Melbourne should have it done though they have got all their lines sorted but Brisbane for me have the best forward line so if they can get it in there enough I don't know the fact that I can't totally go it's going to be this way sure I'm happier about oh you want it to be tied at the top for sure that's so exciting Oh, far out. So, what a good, what out. a time to be alive. <laughs> Hot dog. <laughs> so good. Okay, on, on less feel good, I want to have a little chat about Brittany Griner. Um, and so Brittany Griner is an American WNBA star. She's a phenomenal basketball player. She was arrested in Russia. So she, she plays the offseason in Russia. She was arrested on entry into Russia because she had a very small amount of cannabis oil on her for medical reasons. I believe so. And unfortunately, that was when America were having a real tight squeeze on Russia over Russia's deeply unjust war against the Ukraine. And Greiner has become a bit of a, not a bit of a political pawn, an absolute political pawn. And she has been moved to a penal colony and no one really knows not no one really knows. Literally, no one outside of Russia knows where she is. It's crazy when you think, and you pointed this out to me, that take this time into any other element. A year, two years ago, it gets sorted out. It's not the first time. It's not the first time Grant has been to Russia. It's not her only experience using medical cannabis. All of those things, any other year, it's a non-thing. Yeah. Almost. It's one of those things where you want things like sport and entertainment to be I don't know, to be hands-off almost. You you want that to be safe. And in reality, we can see with this ongoing saga with Brittany Griner and Russia that the politics of war can reach anywhere. And that's a really upsetting thing. So I just wanted to talk about it because if we're going to talk about women's sport, feel good or not, we need to we need to be aware of the 
of the ways that the world can kind of reach out and grab the things that we care about. Well, there's there's two other elements as well that come to mind with this discussion with you. So one part being her teammates and coaches and things. If you do see it, they'll wear 42, her number, on a T-shirt. So the coach will wear it on the sideline. So this, they're trying their very best with the platform they've got to keep her front of mind and be like, come on, this this is not the one we shouldn't be battling for. We should be battling for this. And the other one that reminds me of how people can use their profile and stuff, Georgie Parker, former hockey roo, often in the media um, on different shows um, on different radio stations as well. She had a great thread on her Twitter account um, today that listed off basically a great reminder that, hey, I know we talk lightheartedly a lot on this platform, but we need to talk about the situation in Iran. Because I follow Georgie Parker more from a sporting sense and a lighthearted sense, I got an education today. Absolutely. So you're referring to the almost 15,000 people in Iran who are yeah. facing, who have been arrested and are facing the death penalty because Iran have um, passed a law that protesters um, can receive the death penalty if they are convicted for their crime, which is protesting, Yeah. Um, which means that almost 15,000 people are are now in that situation. It is one of those things, and many of those people are women, obviously. This So this is... Um, in protests to the treatment of women in Iran and it's an ongoing and inflammatory situation. The reason I wanted to do this podcast is because I am a massive feminist. I kind of care about women's sport, proactively care about women's sport because I kind of missed it in a way when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why did I miss it? Because it's it's not as much in the media. There's not as much talk around it. There aren't as many podcasts. There's not as much access. And that is changing, but it's slow. And the, the thing is that if my perspective is to come at women's sports from a feminist or in concern for equality in that space, that's because I'm concerned for equality in all spaces. And I think choosing to not be political or choosing to ignore the politics around what's happening to women all over the world, Brittany Griner, and also the protesters in Iran. We don't want to have blinkers on just because the thing we talk about is sport. Yeah, I have no words that can do better than you. Um, one other thing to flip back around, Rugby League World Cup for the women is also on. Yeah. The Gillaroos. So um, one of the accounts <laughs> I follow on Twitter is Her Way or At Her Way magazine, which uh-huh. I believe Abby, who runs it, is like 12 now? Far out. What a little legend. Her commitment to making sure people stay up to date with what's going on reminds me, yeah, the Gillaroos. So New Zealand defeated England 20-6 to 6 in the second semi-final, and they'll now go on and play our Australian Gillaroos in the final, which will be early Sunday morning. Australia beat New Zealand not that long ago, 10-8, narrow. So Ooh. it could be an absolute cracker. Rugby league, Australia, New Zealand, always great rivalry. So we've got more. We've got another women's final coming up this weekend. Jen. I don't want you to be upset about this. I don't understand what the difference with them is between rugby league and rugby league. <laughs> They're very different. That's, that's what everyone who's into rugby says, and I'm like, oh, it looks the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> rugby schmugby. Oh, you can teach me about union. that uh, after to you be discussed taught me all of week. the fielding positions in cricket, which is the thing <laughs> we primarily talk about. All right, let's wrap it up. So these are the things that we're thinking about. If you're interested in, if you want us to know about 
more sports that we we should be getting into yes please hit our instagram at feelgoodsportspod you can find us on all of the listening platforms now too we're on like apple we're on spotify we're on TuneIn. we're all over the place guys yeah send us some love we'd love that slide into our dms (laughs) all right that's us laters laters